Thank you for listening. If you love this podcast, support this show with a donation by clicking the campsite.bio, we just talk an ish link, or via cash app at dollar sign, we just talk an ish. It's up to you what you give and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link or cash app us to support now. Now, let's get to the foolishness with Rosa, Quinton, and Patria. to a QLB Media Group podcast. podcast. What he think this is? Hello, hello, hello. This is We Just Talking Ish. This is episode 14. Yours, mine's, ours. The what is it? The joys of co-parenting, the highs and lows of co-parenting, the, the highs get and lows, the ghettoness of co-parenting, the ghettoness of parenting, the emotional roller coaster of parenting, all of those things. That is what we're going to do tonight. But first, real quick, but go ahead. <laughs> Am I hosting it or you? No, I just <laughs> wanted to take this time to, by the time you guys hear this, you would have already known that there was a mass shooting in Texas. Let's, uh, what? If I was going to host it, I was going to say that. And, you know, if you don't, weren't on the phone prior to recording, we could have discussed don't, the intro since I'm hosting the show Patria, tonight. You, my bad, Patria. You got this new hair going on. I am sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Love language. As last episode, I apologize. Fuck your apology. Mm. <laughs> Was the last like episode, too? That's how we come at that. I'm just going to just push this up. So yes, by the time you hear this, uh, we're actually recording this on the night where the unfortunate school shooting happened today in Texas. Uh, Our thoughts and prayers are definitely with all of the parents and citizens of that town in Texas. Um, It just shouldn't have happened. It's very unfortunate and I hate that. I really do. Um, and we are definitely praying for everyone involved. Um, there's a whole other conversation about gun control and how our schools are just wide open security risk. They don't take proper precaution for our children, which is supposed to be our future. Yet the children are always last, which fits kind of the conversation that we're going into tonight. Um, uh, the emotional well-being of our children it's neglected and it's neglected started from the house and uh we're gonna address a lot of the root of why we end up raising kids that like to shoot schools and different things like that because it all starts at the house it all starts at the foundation uh but before we get into all of that i want to check in with y'all really quickly about how y'all have been doing miss rosa how was your week Uh. yep me too Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly what we talking about today. These children <laughs> got on my goddamn mm. <laughs> FTK. Mm. Respectfully, <laughs> sometimes disrespectfully. <laughs> FTK. 
She got her. She joined the family, y'all. She's a lock girl. I she's am. A lock, well, she's a I lock am. queen. Hold on, I a am. lock queen. <laughs> I am officially interlocked and still kept my curls. Oh, so and you're going locked? I am locked. Oh, so you're doing locks? Yes. They're done. They're done. So it's gonna stay like that? Absolutely. Yes. It's gonna it's, get better. The it's older. It's not gonna get. They're not gonna no. like go bigger like a Rastafarian. Oh heck no. No. They, so they, there's different kind of locks? Yeah, yes. these are interlocks. And the name is different based on the size and the way that they are locked. Because you have palm rolls, you have interlocking, which is what I have. Um, and there are multiple ways to install them and based on that it and the size, their name, different things. So I have interlocks. Okay. All right. Looks good. I like it. Thanks. Y'all ready to get into it? No, no trigger, no triggers tonight, y'all. Let's keep it cute. Let's not. We talking up. about them kids. It's already triggered. I know. Let's let's try to keep it cute. You feel yourself going there? Ain't cute no more. You feel yourself going there? Just just refrain, cause you know co-parenting, and we all are co-parenting. All three of us. All our kids are different ages. Our situations while we're co-parenting are not the same. So our conversation within itself is going to be really good because we're all living it. We're all here. And we're able to hit on different spots for our audience as well because everybody can be kind of sort of relate to some part of it. Absolutely. Like stories, personal stories and stories of people that you know personally dealt with certain crazy co-parenting things. Um... So yeah, we're gonna jump right into it. I right. I did what y'all do, because I normally don't. I Googled the definition so we could just have a <laughs> foundation real quick before right, I start right, dropping right. my patriotisms off in it. I'm gonna do just right, the, right. the Googleized definition first. And it says that co-parenting is sharing the duties of raising a child, usually or especially of parents who are separated or not in a relationship. So you're related to the same kids, but you do not have any dealings. I don't know that man. Lee with the other person. Y'all are just related to the same child. That is co-parenting. And I don't know that man. <sighs> Me either. I ain't had no relations with him. I wouldn't even like I said, my sure kid, a child. I wasn't even there. 
me and old boys just related to the same kids. That's yeah. it. That's all. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's all. All right. So that's the definition. Now we're going to get into these patriotisms real quick. And then I'm going to throw out these different scenarios and we're going to roll with it. And we're going to see what happens like we do every damn week. You know, Q, we ain't going to go X-rated tonight, are we? How you going to go X-rated with the children? That's oh, what I'm getting ready see, to say. Let me he'll see, because I just looked at the notes and a bunch way. of things just popped up. So let me yeah. see. You can't um, go X-rated tonight, uh, Q. Child support, making decision, extracurricular activities. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Found this extracurricular activities for the kids, not the oh, parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> not the ones that got them there. <laughs> All right. So I came up with the failed natural order and the failed unnatural order. The failed natural order is when you end up co-parenting because your marriage did not work out, meaning you were married, you had children within the union, the union did not work, you and your significant other, your spouse have broken up and now your ex-spouse is your divorce, you're living separately, but you still have these children that you created from the union. There is a... It's not easier co-parenting per se with the person that you divorce because it depends on how messy the divorce gets. However, you tend to do better with the kids, I think, because at one point there was a come and go because you guys were married and you were in the same household. So there are some routines that you kind of share. Of course, that will change when you kind of move on with your life, but it's possible that there's a different type of animosity when you were married to the person and you had children with the union and y'all did live in the house together as a family. And sometimes that can actually be more emotional detrimental to the child when you break up because they know what it was like having mom and dad in the home. And then now dad lives somewhere else. We've moved out of this house together and mom lives somewhere else. And it's a different situation. And because you remember what it was like when mom and dad together, it could be even more emotionally disturbing for a child who was brought into the world where mom and dad was just boyfriend and girlfriend. They never lived together full time. Or if they did live together full time, they were never married. And it's a little different. Um, but the natural order is you get married, you have kids and you stay together. But when it fails, you break up. And so sometimes I think that's even more emotionally damaging for the children involved because they never have to wonder what it was like for mama and daddy to be together. They saw it. They lived it. That was their life every day. And then all of a sudden, that's not their life anymore. And they got to go and visit another parent in another house. And now they got two rooms in two different situations. The failed unnatural order. You bring the child in the world with no commitment to this person that you got this child with. So it's like, does the child feel like they were an accident from the jump? And it's just like weird. And, and then one parent decides to adjust their life and the other parent doesn't. And then there's a deeper unspoken animosity because you never lived with the mom. So she had to get up every night with that child. And that happens in parent, like in, married houses too I didn't have that issue my ex-husband got up at night with both of our boys I never had to do the night shift when my boys were small he always did that but you have some women who bring this child in 
they're not together they live alone they're with their mom and they're up every night with this child and daddy gets to pop in and visit during the day and when the child is really small you're not letting the child go to another home so the child is with you and so the older the child gets one parent feels more entitled to the child because they were in the trenches more with it and so there's another level of animosity with the dad because he's not in the home he didn't have to get up she had to do it all night by that's herself that's when we She's get sore. called part-time daddies Hold yeah. on, but that's something I actually, even with, you know, I have boys and I have girls. I told my sons, bring a baby in this world and see what happens. For one, we're going to do shifts. She going to have a baby one week. You going to have a baby one week. Mm-hmm. This way, you uh, will feel the having to get up in the middle of the night. The having to do this in the middle of yep. the night. Yep. And, and if that baby's sick on your and during your week, then that baby's sick and you're going to have to sit there. Now, I know she's a mother. She's going to want to be there. We can maybe, we can work some things out. But... You got to understand. You got to feel it, because otherwise, that means you're gonna turn around and bring some more up in here. And uh-huh. this ain't this ain't the revolving baby maker over uh, uh-huh. house over here. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. thank goodness none of my boys have kids at this moment. But if that were to happen, that's what I I feel like should be done. Mm-hmm. I feel like if more if more young men had to do that, they quit sticking their little stuff and everything. Quit making them. Put down and put it in between the couch cushions and leave it alone. Yeah, because if you always got the option, I'm gonna pop over my baby mama house and hold a baby for two hours for her to take a nap, feed it, do one diaper change, and head out. It's not. It's not. It's the same. not the same. Being there all day, all night. You trying to go to the bathroom. Your newborn in the back screaming. She trying to cook dinner. Now you holding the baby, and then y'all switch off. It's all night. Y'all rotate, getting up on and off. It's not like that. So then men who are in that situation where they were never fully there full time because of the dynamic of the relationship they wonder why that mother feels more entitled to say that this is my child it's because of that yeah and that's why it's an unnatural order because you should be there in the house together doing all of this together that's why it was set up like that of course shit happens people have but you know one night turned into but my situation is that I have I experienced both the unnatural and the natural. Mm-hmm. I was married with my girls, but I wasn't with my boys. So I was mm-hmm. there. I had that situation. I with my youngest son, me and his father did live together. But five months after he was born, it was either jail or, you know, had the body. Mm-hmm. So I got on down. So I ain't have to do either. Or. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't remember living with his father. Mm-hmm. His, the, his memory has always been. We've never been together. We were arguing or fighting or whatever, whatnot. Versus my girls, when they, from the time they were born, daddy was there until daddy left. And then Mm -hmm. there was no more daddy. And then for my oldest daughter, it's been a hard adjustment. That was me. My bad. Okay. For my oldest daughter, it's been a hard adjustment. My youngest daughter, she's trying to adjust, but I do see the, the difference in her when she finally just was like, He's not doing this. He's not going to do this. I'm a, I'm deuces, deuces. Oh, homeboy, oh I, I holler at you when I when I become great. Don't come around. That's you know that's how she is with her situation. Um, and a lot of men don't understand. It doesn't matter whether it's a girl or a boy. Mm-mm. They need their fathers. Yep. They need their mothers. There are certain things the mother can give that the father cannot. There are certain things the father can give that the mother cannot. We've already discussed this once before. So we need <laughs> so we need to understand that y'all need to be there. It's certain things that y'all need to do. So it's it needs to be an understanding. You got us for one, if the relationship is over with. Let it be over with. 
if that person has moved out and they ain't coming back. I failed on both. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> well, but they don't. They don't know. <laughs> we gonna tell them. <laughs> but yeah, if the relationship is over with, let it be over with. Go ahead, take your time to cry, holler, scream, or whatever. But think of your child. And if allow, allow that person to, if that person wants to be a part, allow that person to be a part. Yep. Don't Bully. take that. Much, don't, yeah. Yeah. Don't take that from your child because you're not taking. The only time I say don't allow that person to be a, a part is if that person is going to be toxic to your child's mm-hmm. futures mm-hmm. And, and their well-being. If that person, because I allow my oldest son, father, to be around. He wanted to come around when he wanted to be around. At first, I was like, no. Mm-mm ain't having it and the reason being was because i knew from how he turned out to be later on in the relationship that he was not going to be a consistent part person in his life he was going to be that he was going to be a pop tart dad he was going to pop in pop out pop in pop out i didn't want that for my child because i had it for myself i didn't want that i would Mm -hmm. prefer you not to be there at all Mm -hmm. and leave him alone instead of being a pop tart dad without my permission my mother let him found he somehow got in touch with somebody else in the family and allow him to come around. I was pissed. I was like, you defy everything I said. I said for him not to come around because I know what's fixing to happen. Is. Now my son has actually met him and seen him. He's going to want him to be around and he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know how to be a dad. <laughs> I said, no matter what, he doesn't know how to be a dad. Period, because he didn't have one and he didn't take the time out to say, well, I'm not going to be like this man that raised me. He just decided I'm just going to do what I see everybody else do. Mm-hmm. And because I wouldn't deal with him anymore, he felt like, OK, well, you don't deal with me. I just want to be around the child. And it happens so much. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Now, in regards to my youngest son, we just, yeah, it, it wasn't going to work. I, I was gonna end up rocking up one jumpsuit and I didn't need to do that so I had my children to think about so I did that I did think about that first with my girls with my ex-husband yeah again I was gonna rock that orange jumpsuit so yeah let that go too which Q you wanna weigh in or you want me to roll to the next thing yep that's how fast that bullet went so unfortunately <laughs> uh, with my son I was in and out, in and out, in and out. When he was born, we weren't living together. She was still at home with her parents. Uh, so, you know, there was no stand over there. Um, Then when she moved out, it was just in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Not because I wanted to be in and out, but, but because... uh. Of the nature of the situation. The nature of the situation had me in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Did you not want to be in and out or did you kind of just put things in motion to be in and out? No, I didn't want to be in and out. So if you didn't want to be in and out. at the same time, if it's out, I can't force it to be in. True. Agreed. Uh, True. Agreed. And I'm and I'm speaking more towards the relationship. If we right. out, I can't be in. You sure okay? But then we always get back in. In my head, I never wanted I always wanted to make it work because I wanted to be a family. And then 
with the, my son's mother and then with the uh my daughter's mother well that was a a a, a dick wet situation that turned into a, a a baby girl so i wasn't there at all but i'm there now but we're not living together so yeah but you're present yes like, see, that's, that's the like difference. You, had, you like and you can like basically go to go to the house and see her at any point. Like if you call and say, "I want to stop by and see her," pick her you up can. from the daycare, right? So, and you're there daily. Like mm-hmm. you can just pick her up on a Tuesday, just because it's Tuesday, and like take her to the park and then bring her right. back. If Effects. you got off work early, you can call and say, "Hey, I can pick her." So you're actually effectively co-parenting with her. Yes, and with my son, it's just. Rocky. Now, I'm going to tell you what I see in the difference in the two with Q. One, there's no, there were never any feelings involved. Mm-hmm. The other one, there are feelings and hurt feelings mm-hmm. still very much present. Mm-hmm. Which you perfectly set up well, the next conversation. Hold on. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me correct that. There wasn't any feelings involved with my daughter's mother at that time. But there were feelings lingering because me and her was in a seven year relationship, broken up for six, and then boom. Yeah, I just kind of fell back. Well, see, that's longer. what I'm saying. It wasn't any feelings about y'all had already, it wasn't any hurt feelings. Let me say that. Right, there were no right, recently right, hurt feelings. Right, right, like, right, right. Yeah. Y'all had time, both of you had time to heal, to get past whatever Somewhat. y'all had got past. Somewhat. Oh, Lord, cute. And y'all already had like a foundation because y'all had been around each other for a while. So if it was yes. y'all were together six and off seven, so y'all were like high, in high school together with like I knew each other like back from school. Yeah, even then, yeah. We okay, so so y'all that. basically had a friendship. Like, so it's a whole different thing. Yeah, right. Which goes back into the failed natural order because if you procreate with that person that's your friend that you love that you have feelings with all in the in one place even if you have hurt feelings and go through at some point you can come back around and keep the main thing the main thing which is the next subject which is the child you should be able to you should be able to but some Mm. people don't know how to leave well enough alone or they get stuck in a space of constantly hating you and it's a lot easier to end up in that space when it was kind of effed up from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So when you keep the main thing, the main thing, which is the child, that means no matter how hurt you are, you keep the child's best interest at heart. You can hate that other person's guts for the time being because of what they did and how the relationship ended or whatever. But Usually in the child's eyes, their parent is everything. And you should have to be strong enough to set aside your ego and your emotions toward that person and focus on what's best for the child because the child didn't ask for any of it. So if the child want to see their daddy and their daddy not a Pop-Tart dad like you brought up before, Rosa, and you know that they're not going to harm the child and that they'll be around and do the best that they can do, they're not a bad person, then you shouldn't on purpose withhold that other parent from having a relationship with their parent even if you didn't work out even if they hurt you even if they're the scum of the earth or whatever because the way my marriage ended it ended really really bad and even in the middle of that like that first weekend after he split up he was still able to see his kids I have never withheld my children 
because I was angry at him. Now, there were a couple of situations that occurred in front of them and they didn't really feel comfortable going back over there. And I would say, well, they're not going to come this weekend because this kind of needs to simmer down. This was confusing for them. We need to just chill. They're not going to come. But I have never in the nine years that we have been divorced, I have never withheld my children from their other parent in spite of how I felt about him or whatever, because I don't want them to be emotionally damaged from, from my decision or lack thereof as much as I can because it's already messed up. My youngest child doesn't remember me and my ex-husband being together. My youngest child is 11. He was one when we broke up. So he doesn't remember what it was like being with us. My oldest child was five and mm-hmm. he remembers well enough. It's kind of fuzzy, but he remembers uh, he remembers us being together as one unit. So his experience emotionally from that adjustment is a lot different than my younger one. And so I've I always tried to do my best keeping my personal feelings from whatever has occurred during the marriage outside of the marriage while we're trying to co-parent out of the way and not keep them away from their parent because of how I felt. Cause if I did it based on how I felt, he would never see him back well, then. It don't really matter now cause they're big, but he would have, he wouldn't have saw him at all for a while. Well, see with my girls, I didn't keep him, but at the same time with my girls, I had to keep him at a distance at certain times because not so much of him, but the behaviors that he was exhibiting around mm-hmm. them, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and it just got to the point where it wasn't okay because he was introducing him to, to people that were not of the best character. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. So, and then Who, women he, he was dating. Yeah. So let me ask you this then. Was you protecting him, protecting your kids from the women he was dating, or were you just being that mother that he he can't have no, your children you around can, nobody You can come else. and see your kids, but come and see your kids, or come and get your kids and go spend time with your kids. Your kids don't have to be around this particular person and be exposed to certain things that they shouldn't be exposed to. You can come get your kids. Go take them to the park. Go take them out to dinner. Take them to your mama's house and go spend time with your kids. Because for one, you with her all the time. You're you're not with your kids all the time. They need their time. And it wasn't because of that. It was after. And it wasn't anything before until after my kids started coming back, saying certain things that were happening that they had never been uh, exposed to. So I was like, "Mm, no, my babies, first of all, they ain't going to stay in the trap house. That's where you stay at? Fine. That's where you want to stay. Mine ain't never been their name from the start. We're not going to do that. Um, when I get introduced to you, you finally, by accident, because he didn't want me to do it, we just kind of met up at the same place, you couldn't hold a conversation. Like an intelligent conversation. Then I find out, you know, you don't have... It's a lot of things I found out. I'm not going to put all her business out there like that because I'm just not going to do it to you. Just be glad. But anyway, um, it was a lot of things I found out about her past and that was leaking over into the present that I just was not cool with at all. Like, this was the type of chick that me and him used to sit around and joke about or laugh about at the little things that they did and were doing. So... For you to have this same type of woman around your daughters kind of confused me and had me second guessing your thoughts. 
your 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 headspace. I didn't know what headspace he was in. So at that point, I was just like, "Hey, this ain't good." And you know, this chick later on started doing shit to my kids that was just uncalled for. So you know, my daughter was in the hospital, and you all on her social media page doing little shit. <laughs> childish and, and irrelevant so yeah you have to watch them when it comes to other people and that would be the only time i would be like like i said i still didn't say you can't see your kids i just said you can see your kids without her being involved point blank period until they got to an age where they were able to defend and protect themselves mm-hmm. and be able to say no we can't do that no we can't until then no you can't i can't send them when they got a little bit older that's fine. They're able to to say no. Hey, you can't do that. Or now, let me call my mama to her to come get me. You know, I, that was just my thing. But like I said, they're at that age now. Um, with my boys, I had a problem with with um my youngest son's father. My older son's yeah, he dated some that man. That man dated some women. Now, mind you, the first woman that he dated, and me and her good friends to this day, love me some, love you, love, love you, love. That is my girl. We good friends. He couldn't stand it. He couldn't stand the fact that we and her became good friends. After she, to the point where when they broke up, she was scared to tell me because she thought I was going to take my baby away from her. I was like, girl, please, we ain't together because of him. He only get to see him because of you because <laughs> I know my baby is safe when he went over there. So we would. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, she was like, afterwards, she was, his, she's his godmother. I made her his godmother because I didn't make anybody else his godmother prior to that. So she became his godmother. She ended up becoming the godmother to, to a mother children. So this is, you know, I would say sometimes the breakup brings great people into your life. You had, you had to get to know their person because co-parenting just became a different thing on different levels for me each time well I won't say each time like that but it was just different it was different because I was dealing with different people but at the same time it just wasn't yeah still ghetto as hell Q have you had to well I know you've had to deal with another person uh with your son's mother and that didn't go well have you had to deal with another man in your daughter's life yet so I have grown up a lot in this area because at first, before my uh, before there was a, a Riley, my daughter, uh, it was just Colson and his mother. And we always, my thing was I didn't want him to have two fathers. That was, that was always stuck in my head. Like, I want to be with you because when he wake up, I want him to run to the room and see daddy. Not him run to the room and see another man. But now at this point, I don't give a damn. So it's kind of like if she feels that this person is suitable for my son and her and her daughter. I mean, I'm not saying I want to meet the guy because this could be just a temporary thing. But if you feel the need that this is him and you want to marry this guy, then by all means, I am happy for you. I'm happy for my son. And now let's all get together because it takes a village to raise him. That's true. Agreed. So I'm, you, I'm taking that same uh, thinking 
with my daughter's mother. If she finds someone and he happens to be her best counterpart, her soulmate, or, or as we discussed in a couple episodes ago, then I'm all for that as well. Because why be bitter? Agreed. Agreed. There's no reason to be bitter. And when that happens, it needs to be reversed as well. When I find someone. Of course. You that's what you that's what you would, you know, what you hope for. Yes. Um for me, I I have not had to experience multiple women being around my boys in that way. Um my ex husband is married again. And that is basically the woman that he's been with since we have not been together. So like our previous episode, the serial monogamous, um, he went from being married Ooh, to you me. You went all the way back to episode two. Yeah. <laughs> so he went from being married to me and with me for, I think a total of eight years to immediately being with her. And that's who he's still with. So since 20, well, we overlapped because he liked to do extracurricular sometimes. I hope mm. you're not doing it now, but we yeah, overlapped. Sports. Yeah, he overlapped a little bit. So we split in 2013 and they've been together since 2012. So that is really the only other woman that they know. So that's their second mom. So jokingly, we would say these are our kids. And I've never, and when we first split, I told him, so if you think you're going to be with this woman since you're moving so fast, I need to meet her because I need to know who's going to be in my children's life in case I run into them in the store and they're with this person. I need to put a face with a name. We don't have to be best friends, but if she's going to be around my child and she's going to be in the house with them, I need to put a face with a name. And so willingly, like that first or second week, he set it up. We met, we talked, and it's been that. We've had really good periods where we were extremely close, where she and I would talk on the phone more than me and my ex-husband would about the kids. If they were sick, she would say, well, what medicine do I need to go buy while they're here this weekend or sending with you or whatever, um, sending clothes, whatever. So, and she's been the only other mom that they that they have and they call her mom like I said my youngest son is 11 she's been in his life since she was one so she was potty training with me helping him learn how to write like she's been there through everything so I've only had to deal with one other person and she's their other mom and like you say Q it takes a village so her parents love my kids buy them stuff treat my kids just like their their actual grandkids and all of that is no different we would hope that's what we would hope to happen because who wouldn't want a Lisa Bonet type shit? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lisa Bonet had her husband and ex; they best friends. Yeah, and what and what? Yeah, like if you were, I mean, y'all, y'all, brother, husband, sister, wives. I mean, you know, y'all been in the same cracks and crevices at some point, so you know. (laughs) See, well, my youngest son, my my oldest son, was um, very much prevalent, and and you know, but he. When I separated from him, he was in the beginning still bringing my son around because his family treated my oldest son like he was family. They still mm-hmm. treat him like he's family. Mm-hmm. Heck, even if, even after we having the girls, they still treat the girls the same way too. Um, so after a while, he got he was so bitter about the breakup. He was like, my he doesn't he 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 would used to come and get both of them. Mm-hmm. Then he went to oh we're just picking up my son because we're you know he uh they only, my family needs to get get adapted to their grandson. 
trying to be mean to me. Mm-hmm. And in actuality, it ended up hurting my son because my oldest son, because he was like, Mama, why can't I go? That's my grandmama too. That's my, you know, that's my granddaddy. That's mm-hmm. that's my those my auntie, those my cousins. Where, you know, mm-hmm. why can't I, I go? Hate that. I hate that. And, I hate when people do that. And I tried to explain to him, you know, the best I could, because it's trying to, I'm trying to explain this to a to a six-year-old, to a six, seven-year-old. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, baby, I can't tell you. And then, you know, when I did tell his mother about it, she was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> she was like, no, he didn't say that. She said, that's my grandbaby. He was spending the night before you even got pregnant. And she put an end to that. So what well, good you had backup on that because I hear that a lot. And I really don't like that. If you take on a person, you taking on everything that comes with them, everything that comes out of them. So yeah. like that's what that's supposed to look like. So if you're not willing and open to say, hey, person, I want to do life with you, however long that lasts, whatever they bring with them, another child or whatever, don't start an energy or an environment and then you change it up because you mad at the adult the child does not understand that and it's just so unfair and that's another hit because clearly this other child may not have a relationship already with their biological father or mom that's not in the picture and then you come in as a step parent and give them that and then if it ends for you then you take that away from them that older child is just getting hit and hit and hit like multiple times and they didn't do anything but be born yeah and that's exactly and that's, how and that's, just, that's not okay i do i do not i do not like that and when we talk about the dating pool has pee in it and all of that when i'm dating if we get to that if i don't feel like i can take on you and whatever else comes with you your kids including your stepchild then i don't need to be considering dating you and if i do feel like i could take all that on then them are our kids yeah it ain't no different because I love you and I love everything that came out of you. That include them kids. If you, if you spending money on them or you spent sperm on them, they 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 ours now. Q, I see how you meant that we could do some yeah some stuff because I was gonna show say something right then. <laughs> y'all doing so good. I'm so proud. Now let me piss y'all off. Child support. Let's go. Hey. Mm. Mm. Damn it. We did. I just <laughs> called. I just called them today. <laughs> I was on the phone with them this morning. <laughs> Q rolled his eyes all the way up to the Lord, to the all the I mean, angels, I, back uh, to earth, and around again. Just luck, luckily, thus far, I'm not on that. Okay. And I'm going to knock on this desk, which is wood, that I do not be on that. Well, I can honestly say that with my first two my for my boys i did not put them on child support the oldest one the state of course put him on child support and the youngest one the youngest boy his dad was called himself listening to his sister who told him oh you you, you don't gotta worry about it you ain't gonna pay no about five six hundred dollars a month that ain't nothing go ahead and go and put yourself on child support that way she can't do nothing she can't do this and she can't do that because he was telling them that it was me when it was actually him being crazy so he goes to put his cell phone child support and they made his ass pay $1,400 a month. Uh, he was mad. He was highly upset. He was pissed. I was like, sir, all I was asking was you to pay the daycare, <laughs> which was like $75 a week at that time. Right. Like, like I, <laughs> I, I, I'd rather just sit down and what you, what you need. Thank 
you. I would. I would, re- I would, I would rather do that. That's what I prefer to Q. In in my story, it did not go like that. Like I, I would have preferred for it to be that way because I was married to you. So you know how much daycare costs. You know how much it, how much they eat. You know what it's required to take care of them. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about them. So when he left, I was like, hey, I can pay my bills. I don't need you to pay my bills. I just need you to pay daycare for them so that I can go to work to pay my bills. I need somebody to keep them. They need to stay in daycare so that I can work and it's fine. Matter of fact, you can keep doing what we were doing when you were in the house with me. You can go up to the daycare and pay them directly because I didn't change any of that. You know, he picked up and left. My routine basically stayed the same. You don't even have to give me the money in my hand. You can take it up to the daycare and pay it yourself. At the time, I had a five-year-old who was going for aftercare and had a one-year-old that was there full-time. So daycare a month was almost $600. Just pay daycare half on a 400 something. Just cover, help me cover daycare costs. He refused and was like, I can only give you $80 a week. I looked at him like, $80 a week? Okay, cool. You say you can do that? Well, let's do your $80 a week. He wasn't consistent with that. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't know that I wouldn't get in the $80 that week until the day I was expecting to have the $80. And this went back and forth for almost a year. Then I was like, I can't afford to keep our youngest child in daycare. What are you going to do about it? He was in school to be a truck driver at the time. He was like, the only thing I can do is keep him during the week and you have him on the weekend. And I was willing to do that because I was showing him I wasn't giving him a hard time. I really couldn't afford it. So I had to let my baby go and stay with his dad during the week. And he was like two by then because I couldn't afford to keep him. So I would have Malachi out during the week and then Malachi would go on the weekends and then I would have Micah on weekends and not during the week and we did that for a while and then i got sick of it because all of a sudden once he got done with church driving school the he didn't start paying more it was still inconsistent still eighty dollars a week but now i know you got a job and you're working because i'm watching y'all elevate get cars move out y'all apartment got a big old five-bedroom house and i'm still getting eighty dollars a week and i got six hundred dollars a month daycare and all my other bills so i broke down and i finally went to the court and the judge ruled and said, okay, Miss Walker, you're going to get $1,300 a month. And they were mad. And now he want to say, we should have sat down and talked about this. I tried. You said you could <laughs> only pay you. me $80 a week. And you weren't even consistent with that. But you want me to drown? Mm-hmm. I didn't make these kids by myself. I'm, and- I'm just I'm just trying to figure out where they get these figures from. Oh, it's it's according to it's how much worksheet. each person they got. They have a worksheet. It's online. You can actually yeah. go online and pull and it plug up. in yourself, and, and they take her income, your income, how many, how many days you have, how many child, how many, how many days you have the child, how many days she has the child, their ages, um, the ages. They consider in insurance. They consider in other children. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot of factors to it mm-hmm. it's a lot of factors to it mm-hmm. now when just like you with my ex-husband when he left i was just i, I didn't it, before he left well in that stage of uh she needs to be she needs to put him on child support I'm like well, we're married so and that was only because i was getting 10 care i was getting a state health care mm-hmm. for the kids so when we went to court I told the judge at the time he wasn't working, but he was living in my house. Um, and he was taking care of the kids while I worked and went to school. So 
he would have the kids the majority of the time at my house. He made sure their homework got done. He made sure they got fed. He made sure everything got done around the house. Okay. I had no problem with it. We, but we were not together. So he, to me, was helping me. I didn't have to pay for childcare. I didn't have to worry about who was watching the kids. They knew they were safe. I knew they were getting their homework done. I was able to work and, and you know, go to school. So when we went to court, that's what I told the judge. I was like, I don't see any point in putting him on child support. He doesn't have a job right now. I said, but he's assisting me by allowing me to be able to grow and prosper. And I said, so with that, I don't feel like I need to put him on child support. And the judge was like, man, you know what? We don't have too many women coming here and do this. She said, so she said, well, y'all are married. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, but we're separated, but he's in my home. And she was like, okay. So what she did was she set the order at zero. She said, just in case anything changes, I can come back without having to do a, do the whole process over again. I can just come back and ask for a modification. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. That Negro left a month later. A month later, he walked his ass out and didn't do nothing else. Even with that, I still tried to give him ample opportunity to assist. I asked for $50 a week. And if he would just, me and my youngest son's father were alternating weeks in taking them to school because they went to school all the way downtown. I stayed in East Memphis. So he was helping me do that. He'd take them one week, but each day my mother or myself went and picked them up. So I asked, can you drop them off one week? We'll do this three out of three weeks. You're taking them basically out of one month. You're taking them one week of school and paying $50 for aftercare. I got to know. And he had no damn job. So it wasn't like he was doing, you know, it would have took him out of the way or anything like that. You ain't got nowhere to go. He came up with every excuse until he just came up with so many excuses. And then he started having other kids. And I was like, hold up, let me hear him get my bed in before they do. (laughs) Cause I ain't going to be the last person on the totem pole. Even though my two gets the same amount that his oldest and his other child gets. I get the same amount they get for 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 one. I get for two, and because of that, that's another thank you. Just because they are, it's whoever gets down there first. <laughs> it's whoever gets down there first who mm. gets the bulk of the money. I'm just and, saying the nigga gotta live too. I get that, but if that's the case, stop popping babies up in the folks. failed natural and un natural order because the thing is about men if they don't pay for it it's not a priority true and so if you go you can go and live your life and start your life and do all of that but do not forget what's yours because it's not in your face and if you're not paying for it you're not going to think about it and be accountable to it so you mean to tell me just because you're not with their mother and you don't live in their house anymore none of your money should come back to those kids they don't need your support that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is he gotta live too but you should think about he needs to think about about, he He needs to think about about that. that And then because when he moves on, he needs to include those kids that he don't live with in his lifestyle. Don't live above your means. Don't don't walk away and start a whole new situation and a whole new family and disregard your other kids. Let me I ask get you something. That, but not Let every me. situation is that situation. You say no. you say he gotta live. What about her? Don't don't they mama gotta live too? 
Because she got to take care of them. She don't well, get to then, stop then being a parent. they need to get back together then. No, 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 no. They don't. They don't because he will have frozen They don't have to get back, to, they don't have to get back together <laughs> again. If he, if, he, if he can't afford to pay what the court is going to rule, then willingly make Work an agreement and stand on that because I can speak for me personally and Rosa has said the same thing. We were married to these men and in the house and it took me a year and a half to even go down there. I kept working with to say, well, what can you give me and stand on? Whatever you can give me and stand on and really do that every week or communicate if you can't. I will make it work with what you really say that you can do, meaning this is what you really can do. If you're giving me your best and you're being consistent with that, I will take that. But what you're not going to do is say you can pay me this and then you don't communicate with me and then I don't have it. And then I got to turn around and figure it out and then you can go and not be accountable and live scot-free. That's not fair to me trying to live my life outside of the child too. So you mean to tell me you can say I ain't got it this week and it's going to be okay. But if I say I ain't got it this week, I still got to figure it out. Thank you. That's the whole point. Because the at the end of the day, my child support makes it fair financially. At the end of the day, I got like I told him too. I say you get the opportunity to walk away. You get the opportunity to walk away, and you feel like you get to walk away scot free with nothing. Whereas I have to make a way, even when there is no way. Yep, I, I have I'm, to do things that I'm just gonna flip this TV to Netflix because I'm just out of this conversation. Go, y'all no, go ahead. no, you're I, not. No, you. I, I we really want we we hear your opinion. We're not saying your opinion is wrong and your point of view is wrong. You're not. You're blessed. You're not even on child support, and you got two kids and yeah. two baby mamas. You are super blessed. You should shout. You should shout. Well, if I don't get uh, a situation going with the one mother. Because I ain't trying to say shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Uh, I might be. Do, does she communicate with you at all? Like if well, you no, try to we, send her something no, for we, him? No, we're not even there yet. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's that's scary. I know that's scary for you. You like, is this the day they coming for me? We're not even there yet. I can't even see my little man. The new dude sees more of him than I do. So Well, you know. I already told you, you can fight for you. You got a right to see your you son. Gotta go right. down there and put yourself on child well, support I, and get your visitation. You can do that. The fuck? You gotta put your, hold on. You don't have to understand this, too. You don't have to put yourself on, on child support to get visitation. Oh. Well, there you go, something else. Oh, yeah, if I you want to see Colson, you can you see can go that. Down, I, you can go down there and put your visitation. Well, it's $75. I'm about to bleep that name out. We dropping names. Well, you're putting it you out there for me. It. You had already said his name well, earlier. <laughs> you had already said his name. That's why I didn't say your daughter's name, and then you said it. That's why I was like, your daughter, your son. But you dropped both of their names when you were yeah, talking. Well, yeah, I'm having issues with one or the other with seeing my child. Which you one you that. can find out next? You can, you can fix that because yeah, like we I gonna, said, you we can got go some more to talk about, but we ain't gonna make it to it because this next this next oh. subject gonna be heavy too. This gonna have to be a part too. Before we, we get through, go, we can go on to making decisions and then we'll save the rest for next week. Go ahead. Making decisions is gonna be almost longer than, than child support <laughs> because. We've been doing good by staying underneath an hour. Underneath an hour, we can go ahead. Go ahead. Cause what's the hour? Yeah, we sorry, y'all. We having this discussion while we talking to y'all. The hour what? What? Nine forty. But yeah, you get behind the scenes. The hours up in ten minutes. Okay. All right. Making decisions. So, do you feel like behind you need the to run? Right, there, folks. right. Do you feel like you need to run 
every decision for the child by the other parent or it does it naturally default to mm. the primary parent, the parent so, that the child lives what? with or what? how does that work? Because I try to include my son's dad in decision making initially, but he wasn't going to be a part of making sure whatever decision I made for the kid is done all the way out. It was going to follow me anyway. So I quit including him and I just make the move and you either ride with it or you don't. Because when I tried to include you, you didn't, you didn't really team up with me. It was still, it still fell on me. So why am I going to ask you your opinion on something that you're not going to see all the way through? That's so true. I quit. Like me, I did it for like the first Okay, well, let me get an example. So about where they were going to go to school. That's a, that's a, that's a very good where decision go to school. as a team. If you're not, making any effort to pick them up or drop them off i'm not going to put them in a school that's conveniently close to you because you're not going to pick them up or drop them off i'm going to put them at a school that's conveniently close to me or fits my educational purposes or what i think because i'm the one doing homework i'm the one got the relationship with the teachers i'm the one that's dropping them off and picking them up or setting up those arrangements if you're not actively involved with picking up and dropping them off on a regular basis then where you live and how you feel about the school really doesn't matter because you're not you're not invested in that so you're just gonna have to trust me and roll with it period not gonna ask you what school you want them to go to because you don't know their teachers or what they're doing or what they need academically or not either way and you're not gonna pick them up or drop them off he can't now because of the nature of his work because he's not here he drives trucks during the week but but when he was in the city he still wasn't picking them up and dropping them off on a regular basis well that's a that's a very good example (laughs) what i had in my head was why are we taking baby pictures and She's nah, not very nah, attentive. I ain't talking about that petty ass bullshit. No, nah, I'm talking about some real shit. No, that's real. Wait, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because I had pictures? to go out there, and it was a disaster. Wait a minute. <laughs> it was when a disaster. And I said, "Don't do this." But you know. Okay. Well, hold on. You just you just were... like you said. Hold on. Just like you said. Now, if she asked you for money on the pictures, just like nope, not even that. Just like you said, everything always defaults to the person who prime, uh, primarily, what's the word? Because I need some pussy again. Primary parent. Primarily <laughs> parents or no, has a child all the time. You were doing so good. Did you hear that, Rose? <laughs> yep. He's stuttering because he needs a pussy again. <laughs> well, damn it, I should sound the like fucking radio. Mother. I should sound like radio over here. It always defaults. So it's kind of like no matter it. what the situation is, not trying to practice. I need to practice, need to practice man, making some man kids don't to have with. no say so. Not true. No, that's not true. Now, see, hold on. Let me say this. I have given the same opportunities mm-hmm. to give. Can you, you know, what you want to do? How you want to do it? And but the moment I said they had to involve themselves, it was a problem. Mm-hmm. Now, except for, like I said, my youngest son's father, he was, he's present. We're going to talk about some other, that, that goes, even though you can be present and still be, still be de- de- uh, detrimental to your child. Let's understand that too. Yeah. Oh but, my God. <laughs> but fire! <he> was, <laughs> you can be present, present, still detrimental to your child. One more time. Fire! 
mind. <laughs> you can be present and still be detrimental to your child. No, nope. <laughs> you're gonna have some pussy later. Not for me, but you're gonna have some. Or me. Mm. <laughs> I can't get no pussy. No because I was about. I <laughs> Not was for ready. me. Like, send me, send me your location. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we almost made it through this episode without clowning. Almost. Damn it. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> feeling something. Well, you felt it. No, it was a week when you're feeling it. <laughs> I was going to go back to when you were talking about with, with having some kids and the motherfuckers' kids, and I was like, them swallowed kids and everything. So I was going through all of that. Baby, I but, played daycare. He dropped them kids. Stop him. Got to pick what? them up. No, no. I miss baby mama, and I ain't got oh no kids. Oh my God. Rosa, what was you saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was saying, like, with my youngest son's father, he would literally come all the way from, he took a 45-minute drive in the morning to pick up my son to take him to school just mm-hmm. so he could be, like you uh, said, he wanted to be there to say, give him his pep talk in the morning, say certain things, be there for him. And then, like I said, he would take my kids downtown, all of them, drop them off, he give them a pep, pep talk in the morning, same thing. So he and then have to drive all the way back to Whitehaven to where he was working it or back to. No, he was working at the Bartlett location. So he was having to drive all the way back to Bartlett. So he come, he's passing his job to come all the way to East Memphis to pick up his son to take him five minutes down the road to where he was going to school at one point and then taking him 20 more minutes to the school that was downtown and then coming all the way back to go back to Bartlett. That was somebody that was being very much present and mm-hmm. assisting. Mm-hmm. That's when we say, and that was not a decision I made for him. That was not a decision he made. We knew where he wanted his child to go to school at. He wanted his child, so he helped out. He agreed. He, didn't have to, he did that one week. I did it one week. So that was very much a, a co-parenting decision that we made when it came to making decisions. Now, when we say making decisions, I think of making the bigger decisions mm-hmm. for the kids. Um, if I say the child is on punishment at my house for the week, that means... Oh, that's that, a whole other subject. That's down there. My house, well, your I'm house, saying, my child. I'm saying if the rule is at my house, uh-huh. I feel like the rule, we, we need to agree upon the rules so that the rules will be the same. Mm-hmm. So that there will be no differences. Mm-hmm. But you can't, if I say he can't do something, you can't turn back around and let him do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now... He knows we gotta he be can consistent, right? We gotta be consistent across the board. Yeah. Oh, I got a story about that, and then we gonna say the rest of these juicy subjects because we got step parents to talk about new relationships, other siblings, other siblings. that's not yours, and extracurricular activities. Who coming to the birthday party? Who coming to the basketball game? We gotta get to all that. We got some, so we gotta make this two part. But real quick, with what Rosa just said about. Uh, collectively having rules and ways you discipline the child that works at both houses because kids are really smart and they'll play one parent against the other if they know they can get away with one thing in one house and not another. My youngest child, Michael, did something at school and he got in trouble. His dad was on the road, so he called his other wife and me and her went up to the school and me and her tag-teamed Michael together in the bathroom. And so we were standing outside the school in the parking lot talking and my oldest son was leaving lunch and walking with his class and he thought he saw a ghost. He froze up so bad in that line with his eyes big because he saw both of us standing in the parking lot. We looked at him. I said, 
you ain't in trouble. We not even hear about you. Keep going about going on about your day. And he turned and walked away because that's the power of when you guys get together for the unity of the child and the rules apply across the board. When the rules apply and you have the same values at both places, they know that they can't get away with nothing. And they know either household can roll up on you together or separately to handle what needs to be handled. And we didn't have no problems out of Micah the rest of the school year because he said, oh, no. My mama and my stepmama rolled up here on me together? Oh, no. And it was what it was. And when we checked in, they called me Mrs. Stewart. I said, uh uh-uh, uh, that's Mrs. Stewart. I'm Miss Walker. That's her last <laughs> name. That ain't my last <laughs> name. No more. And, they, and we all just laughed and we was like, we're here to work, but nah, that's Miss Stewart. I'm Miss Walker. Nah, let, let, let's, let's clear that up. So when you have, when you're able to do that, it really, really makes a better environment for the child, especially. And, you know, we can get it done. But yeah, so we're going to have to pause on co-parenting because mm-hmm. we all co-parenting and we all at different stages of it with different stories. And it's, we like I said, we still got some more juicy things to get into when it comes to this. So we're going to have to maybe drop this as a bonus later in the week or something. We'll figure it out. But this part one and part two coming when it I comes. I should say, yeah, this going to be just a part yeah, one. This is the part one and part two part, will come out. Part next as, week. As our episodes drop normally. Yeah. I think so, we just yeah. have it next week. Okay, we're rolling again. We're rolling in next week. Roll we're gonna again. have to uh, record want... again on Tuesday because Monday is Memorial Day, and I ain't talking to y'all on Memorial Day. Okay, no, I ain't gonna, be... I ain't gonna talk to myself. Ever? I ain't gonna okay. talk to myself on Memorial Day. All right, be, be talking to the mic. Mm. <sighs> All right, y'all. One so day, this is <laughs> episode. 14. One day, I'll be able to sing into that mic. Yes. Woo, woo, woo. Episode 14. <laughs> we just well, talked. It doesn't ish. have to be fleshy. You could just get you one of them rubber kind. Of oh singing. my God. Like, I don't need no practice. I'm get the get the have you gotten uh, one that's made the crystal? It's a crystal, so you know it's real. I've seen those. You know. I'm trying to end oh this. And y'all just distracted me. Y'all know it don't take much. I see one penis and I'm gone. Um <laughs> This has been part one of episode 14. Yours, mine, and ours. The Yours. Highs and lows of co-parenting. We've been high and low on this episode, and we got to go higher and lower on part two. Y'all stay tuned for that. We appreciate y'all listening and hanging with us for 14 episodes. We really rolling. We made it. Mm-hmm. We doing it. We ain't going to stop. But in the meantime, all. catch us on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. Radio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. In the and DMs, text message if don't, you got don't the get number. Well, don't get in Rosa DMs, but you know, wherever you want to communicate, hit us up. We love when y'all come in. We love when y'all mm-hmm. oh, yes. interact love with us on the post and say your favorite parts. Do more of that. It's a lot of y'all that's listening and watching and y'all don't say anything. Drop us a comment. We want to know what you think. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part? Talk to us. Y'all see, we like to talk. Talk back hell. Please. <laughs> we appreciate y'all so much. We see y'all next time. Oh, we just talking? Ish. Ish. Not just another podcast. Not just <laughs> another podcast. I, she ended that shit. I ain't got shit else to say. Just another
Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. If this is your first time listening, make sure you subscribe or follow us. Please leave a review. The reviews help bring our podcast to the forefront of your podcast app. You can watch us as well. Videos will be available only on YouTube, found here on our campsite.bio. We just talk an ish link. And while you are there, follow us on all social media. And, if you would like to make a small contribution, you can do so one of two ways. One, on our campsite.bio, we just talk an ish link, then click the donation tab, or, two, via our cash app at, dollar sign, we just talk an ish. And again, we appreciate you, new, and our past loyal listeners, for listening to, we just talk an ish.